movies, and a rap. This piece is banging, y'all! Movies, and a rap. And a rap. And a rap. Movies, movies. Move, move, movies, and a rap. Yes, you're very welcome back to Movies and a Rap, where we talk movie news, reviews, what's new, and we finish with a 60-second rap. I'm your host, Alex Gogarty, and this is episode two. Thank you very much for tuning in. And if you tuned in last week, thank you very much as well. And thank you for the feedback. A lot of people got in touch. Super nice feedback. I was super pleased to receive it. Super. Double super, guys, starting off the show. I was presently surprised with the with the feedback, because um, I had no idea how it was. It's weird. Like, obviously, you haven't recorded a podcast before, and it's basically you just talking to yourself for like an hour <laughs> and like at times I was laughing to myself and then I realized I was laughing at myself and I was like this is so weird and then it's continued on like you start to go slightly crazy and then the editing it listening back to your own voice and then like cutting bits out and then I don't know it was weird man at one point I, I, I thought I was listening to the podcast but I actually hit record back so I was just recording silence of me trying to listen so then I stopped and then I tried to listen to the bit previous to that, but accidentally listened to the bit I just recorded, which was silence. So I was in effect just listening to myself, listening to myself. It, it was weird. Felt like I was going crazy. Aren't we all though? Bloody lockdown, eh? <laughs> Hashtag it, no more lockdown, am I right, guys? No, it's it's a crucial tool in the prevention of the spread of coronavirus disease. Um, if it's your first time listening to the show, basically today we're going to start off with the hottest news of the week. And then I'm going to review a, a couple of things with the news. We're mainly going to be talking about the Golden Globes. I'm also going to chat about uh, one of the biggest shows of certainly of my lifetime, which I revisited last week. And we're going to look at some of the hottest new releases to streaming in the last week. And then at the end of all that, we're going to do a 60 second wrap related to the content of the episode. Before we get into that, I'm a man of my word, and last week I did say I'd read out all of the emails that I received, and I will be doing that, all four of them, <laughs> some, some better than others. I also got a couple of messages to the, to the Instagram, but I don't know if, we'll, if I'll be able to read all of them or have the time to, but I'll certainly get through the emails. Uh, so thank you very much for getting in touch. I'm going to open them up here. Here we go. So the first email ever received on Movies and a Wrap uh, was from my colleague, mentor, and friend, Kate Martin. Hello, sir. May I please be signed up for a lifetime subscription? Kate, if you mean subscription for the length of your lifetime i really really doubt that this podcast will last that long but if you mean subscription for the lifetime of this podcast absolutely you just got it baby um i love to craig look thanks for getting in touch love you bye next up we had an email from luke adams over at the happy pair tagline love the pod alex effing love the podcast halfway through here and i'm howling laughing fair play i've censored effing there luke Thank you so much for the enthusiasm, but just there's no need for that language. Keep going, man. You definitely have one repeat listener to me. Thank you very much, Luke. Thank you very much for getting in touch. Stay great and stay vegan. Thank you very much. Love you, man. That reminds me, my mom messaged, well, she messaged me. She has my number and she said something about, about language. Let me see now. It was, that reminds me. Uh, one second. You, you could leave out references to, inverted commas, shit, brackets, reading your review while eating my porridge, close brackets. Inverted commas, crap sounds a bit better, dot, dot, dot. But maybe not as cool. <laughs> no, thanks for the message, Mom. I, I don't not use the word crap because it's not cool. I just think I would lose a bit of credibility if I was going around saying, yeah, that film was crap. Total crap, man. That reminds me actually of <laughs> the word crap. We, we were never allowed curse in my house as a child, which is fair enough. And I never did, ever. But we were allowed to say crap. So 
as you can imagine, we were, it was just crap this, crap that. We're just saying crap all the time. No, we weren't. But it, I, I said it quite often. Uh, but then I remember going to a friend's house when I was young. Like I say, it must have been six or seven. Well, no, I'd say I was eight. And I, I won't name this friend. Let's call him uh, Leno. I went to Leno's house. And Leno's, Leno's you could not curse at the Leno, Leno house. So, uh, but I, again, didn't think that crap was a curse. So I remember we were watching something on TV and I said, oh, that's crap or something. I don't know. And then... And then the Leno childminder popped their head around the corner and she said, what did you just say? And then Leno straight away was like, oh no, oh no, no. There was, there was pure abject terror in his eyes. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? I said, oh, sorry, I, I said crap. And then it was as if, I don't know, the fact that I'd said it again was like, you have just signed your own death sentence, my friend. But how weird is this? She said, okay, well, you're a, you're a guest in this house, so I can't punish you. So Leno, you come with me. And then brings him into the into the bathroom and then brushes his teeth with mustard. <laughs> Seriously. And then I had to watch. Is that not the craziest thing? How, like, future dystopian terror nightmare <laughs> future is that where it's like you, you, don't, you don't get punished, but you have to watch your loved ones suffer that fate. So, yeah, that's the other reason why I won't use the word crap, mum, because I've got PTSD from it. Um, next one, Rory Maguire. My friend Rory Rasmataz Maguire, how you, how you doing? How are you doing, brother? Here we go. Hi, Alex. Two questions there from Rory. One, you mentioned that you were terrible at rugby. Uh, I did, but thanks for reminding me. If you had to compare your time playing with Gonzaga Seas to a movie, what would it be and why? Great question, Rory. Uh, Rory mainly asks this, asks this question, I imagine, because he too was on that Gonzaga Sea team. So, therefore, also terrible at rugby. What movie would it be? I'm not sure. I would like to say something like, maybe like The Breakfast Club or something. And like about like these, these group of misfits that are just put together and then just achieved something great <laughs> but we didn't achieve much i mean we were all so bad uh, we had a few wins on that c team like it was good time excuse me while i digress now for 30 seconds to talk about my awful rugby career this is already getting too many mentions in this very young podcast no i was i was a shocking shocking terrible player i i was, had the same shape and weight i'd say as my pencil case so yet i was playing second row what's that about but we did have a few good wins i remember one particularly famous one roy will know this as well where we went down to clongos who were traditionally a much stronger rugby team a b and c teams a team got spanked b team got spanked and then the c team who were we were playing what was probably the equivalent of our a team even though it was their thirds we bloody won the game didn't we huh so there you go but did anyone recognize recognize us for that win no no one even talked about it we did obviously and we still are obviously (laughs) uh total crap man but one more question from Rory. I think you've done yourself a slight disservice by not mentioning your recently sparked interest in football slash fantasy football. Can you please review the film Goal if you haven't already seen it? I ha- I am a lot more into fantasy football these days. I don't... The thing I've noticed though is you don't actually have to watch any of the matches <laughs> to, be, to do it, which is why it's good. I just enjoy the addictive element of getting players and then getting points and stuff. I'm currently playing fantasy rugby as well, fantasy Six Nations with my housemate slash girlfriend. And she amuses me very much when we play because she calls them her little men. So she'll be like, how are my little men doing now when the match is on? And that's how I see it as well, to be honest. But great questions, Rory. I will watch the film Goal at some point, even though I could think of many, 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 many better ways to spend my time. But for you, man, you got it, baby. Uh, Thank you very much for emailing in, Rory. And uh, last letter we might read for now, probably the most creative of the bunch, is from Rex Walsh. Rex, thanks for getting on. Just one word, tits. Just just the word tits. And, oh, the subject line is also uh, tits. Thanks, Rex. Rex is, I think, 27 and a, a working professional. Uh, Rex, thank you very much for getting in touch. Uh, and that's all the letters I'll read for now. We might... Jesus, is that the bloody time? God, I'm falling... 
I'm falling so far behind this schedule that I set myself <laughs> that you guys are unaware of. I'm gonna move on now to a bit of news, but we might read a couple of messages more towards the end. So let's go to the news. News, news, news. Okay, so news of the week. Biggest news of the last week was, of course, the Golden Globes. Took place on Saturday, virtual ceremony. I mean, the Golden Globes are somewhat irrelevant at, at the best of time. I think most people would agree. I think for the main reason of being it's film and TV. Like, you're you're already kind of not losing legitimacy, but muddying the waters a little bit where you're like, oh, yeah, well, the same people are voting on both these things, even though it's like they are different mediums. I don't know. I think it's like like having awards for... I don't know, bloody music and sprinting in the same ceremony. No, actually, that's that's crazy. That's crazy talk, man. No, it, it, they're, they're usually a load of crap, but they're good to watch. I didn't watch them, though. <laughs> but we're going to talk about the winners. Oh, the other reason why, especially this year, more than any other way of, of losing legitimacy, is all the bloody delays. I mean, there was, there was only a fraction of films and TV released at the same rate, well, certainly film, uh, as they would normally. So I don't, I don't know. I actually didn't even remember that they were on until the next day. So, But there's, there's some interesting things here. So the big one would be, obviously, Best Picture, and that went to Nomadland, as well as Best Director for Chloe Zhao. Nomadland I spoke about last week and very unsurprised that it won like it's such a shoe in for this kind of thing starring Frances McDormand as a lady who jo- becomes a nomad lives in her van and travels across the states it's it's I mean it's good but if you re- read my bi-weekly film blog The Real you'll know that I actually preferred The Sound of Metal which was a the film with uh, a film with Riz Ahmed so good but I mean good to see good for Chloe she's the first Asian American director to win either Golden Globe for, for her work uh, for either Best Director or Best Picture a couple other interesting wins so Daniel Kalu the British actor for Judas and the Black Messiah he won Best Actor one that I found quite interesting was Best Actor and Actress for TV both won by The Crown for Diana and, and Charles what are their actors names again Emma Corrin and um, oh god and Josh O'Connor oh god but yeah fair play to them that, that, that's great and Rosamund Pike was a bit of a surprise winner winning Best Actress for I Care A Lot I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna spend a huge amount of time on these because I actually don't know. I haven't watched, I haven't really watched any of these things, so I can't speak to their eff- efficacy. Well, I, I watched no, uh, no Man Land and The Crown, but most of the other things I, I have yet to see. And also, like, no one really cares. It's the Academy Awards, guys. That's the big shit. Excuse my language, mum. <laughs> next piece of news, bizarrely saw a lot of this in people's Instagram stories, was uh, Pixar announced their next film called Luca. There's a, a, a trailer, well, the teaser trailer was released for it immediately when i saw the, the pixar and luca in the in someone's instagram story i was like okay, okay clearly luca is a young child and is also the protagonist of the film and was i correct yes because uh, as good as they are one thing i'll say about pixar is they wouldn't be the most inventive when it comes to their film titles and i know yes they are directed at children but come on give us a little something you know what I mean? Give me a little something. Let me get the synopsis up here. Yeah, the film tells the story of Luca Paguro, Paguro a sea monster boy with the ability to assume human form while on land, who explores a seaside town on the Italian Riviera. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sure it'll be great. The last uh, soul I absolutely loved. But again, soul. What was at the core of soul? Soul music. And what do they call it? Soul. I, like, you could just call it something a little bit interesting. I'm not expecting you to call it bloody... The Curious Incident of the Dog of the Nighttime on steroids or something. But, I mean, Luca, sea monster boy, why don't you call it... Sea Monster Boy. Why don't you go to Sea Monster Boy? Actually, that would actually probably be worse. It's so it's just so on the nose. I'll give you a few examples, okay? Oh, some some recent Pixar films. Soul, as I mentioned, great film, terrible title, boring title, I should say. Onward, I haven't seen it. Not supposed to be great, boring title. Incredibles two, oh, very original. What's next? The Incredibles three, come on, Coco, Coco, obviously 
bloody main character's name is Coco. Just scrolling down them. Brave. I mean, the character's name's not Brave, but it's boring. Up. Oh, what? What happens there? Guess what? His bloody house goes up in the sky. Wally, main character's name. Oh, yeah, okay. This one takes the, takes the, takes the bloody biscuit. Cars. <laughs> it's about cars. Are you serious? And then, no, no joke. What's the spin-off called? Planes. <laughs> it's about planes. Nah, guys, come on. Give me someone I'll work with. But great news. Great news all the same. That, that, that's been announced. Now, next piece of news. This one, I, I don't know if it is really news, but I just thought it was kind of funny because we've moved so on. Well, in my eyes, I've changed so much as a, as a nation. My Little Pony film was announced, has been announced. It's gonna be, there's going to be a CGI film on Netflix later this year, and that's going to be followed by a series. Now, is that big news? No, but it reminded me of... The, the bronies. I don't know if you've read about this phenomenon. That's not really a phenomenon anymore of like all these men in their like 20s to 40s usually that, that were obsessed with the My Little Pony animated TV show. I remember reading about this. I was like, what the hell? This is so weird. A few years ago. Now, that's because I just, I was not woke enough to realize well, there's nothing wrong with that. Me, a massive comic book fan. I literally tried to, I shouldn't say this, but I tried to buy a comic book for 200 euros a day. <laughs> Should I be doing that? No, that's, but I mean, that's my fandom. But if, I mean, six years ago, I wasn't woke enough to be like, hey, that's totally fine. I was like, oh, that's so strange. Just not within my norm. Uh, but now if someone was like, oh yeah, you know, there's these lads that watch this animated show. I'm like, yeah, that's so normal and grand. Uh, and it's not even news. Yet here I am talking about it in the news section. But you know what I mean? It's it's just, yeah, pe- let people watch what they want to watch, you know? I'm breaking taboos here on Movies and a Rap, guys. We're changing the world. But yeah, I probably won't be watching that, but great to see. A couple of quick bits of comic book-related news. Now, there's, there's probably going to be a lot of this every week, and I apologize if you're not into comic books. But one, as I said, yes, I'm a big comic book fan. And two, it, there's just so much news. Like, uh, half the blockbusters these days are comic book-related films, so there's always going to be a lot. Uh, the first being that the Spider-Man, third Spider-Man film starring Tom Holland, the title was announced, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. The first being Spider-Man Homecoming, the second was Far From Home, and this is Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm, I think it's a bit, I, I'm, I don't, I'm kind of bored of the home thing, but at least they're trying something. Pixar, take note. It's not Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3, mainly probably because they used those already for the first franchise. But uh, just doing something a little bit different. Give me a tagline, give me a byline or whatever it's called, subheading. With something something with a bit of oomph, you know? Uh, so great to see. And the other is that there has been another, a, a Superman, the next Superman film is in the works. Uh, long overdue. He's, for whatever reason, like he should be as big as Batman as a movie franchise. And I tell you, he's bloody not. He's, Batman's had about 900 films and Superman's had about two, has, has had two in the last like 10 years. So sort that out, man, three. And then maybe the last bit of news we'll chat about today is that there is a Robbie Williams biopic in the uh, in the pipeline. He will be the latest superstar. This has been reported by Entertainment.e. Oh, crap, I should have. Crap. <laughs> I actually didn't mean to say that one as a joke. Uh, God, it stuck in my head now. He is the latest superstar to have his life and career go under the microscope Microscope in a musical biopic. The reason I was saying crap is because I was supposed to be saying who I was getting this news from with each news story. I'll make sure to do that next week. Does he have that wildest life? Well, I suppose he probably does. They all do, really, don't they? Like, that's the thing. You can make a biopic about anyone. Well, about any famous, like, rock star. Seriously. So this is probably a bit overdue, if anything. <laughs> but I will be watching. I like Robbie. And that's all the news, guys. I hope you enjoyed that segment. And let's go to the next one. Movie and TV reviews. 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 Okie dokie, guys. Welcome to the review section. We have a couple of quick ones here for you. So I will be reviewing in this segment everything that I was consuming 
watching slash consuming over the last week. There's three items there. The first I'll start with is a Amazon series. None of these are new, unfortunately. I'm, I'm again slipping a little bit behind. But I started watching The Man in the High Castle uh, that um, as an Amazon Prime series. The fourth season, I think, just came out. I watched the first one, and it's set an alternative history where the Nazis won, and the, 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 the Axis, as opposed to the Allied powers, won World War II, and then, as a result, colonized America, and it's set in, like, the 60s. It's, like, 20 years on, so what would the world be like if Germany and Japan in particular were the global superpowers and and um, also the occupying powers in the US it was really good I was surprised I used to see it like the ads for it over the last few years and I was like oh, yeah I mean that's an interesting concept but am I arsed and I wasn't until for whatever reason last Sunday the, uh, the mood took me and I watched it and I watched the whole first season quite enjoyable the main thing I thought was interesting about it is like this when it first came out this was like one of Amazon's first series if not their first flagship one and imagine how weird like that it was weird i remember seeing it at the time imagine how like what what a weird sell that is to the public like oh yeah by the way this is amazon series um, the series from amazon prime i remember seeing things with it coming from amazon it's like what the hell coming from amazon that's like they might as well be coming from bloody colgate like creating this film <laughs> or the series do you know what i mean bloody bloody tato doing stand-up do you know what i mean I don't actually know if that is a parallel at all, but it's thing. It's it's a big it's a big corporation making a series, and now it's just so accepted. And now the more series come out, the more we're like, yeah, that's totally fine. Or the more streaming services come out, we don't bat an eyelid. So so it was it was definitely trailblazing in that sense. But uh, I would watch it out. Oh, one thing I will say: second season, no spoilers. But I, a major character is revealed, and I didn't like the character at all. He's built up to this reveal, and just don't like the performance don't like what's going on about it so it's really turned me off so I actually don't think I'll watch any more of the second season I've only watched the first episode but but yeah it was, because of that first season four stars the one episode I've seen of the second season two literally two it's lost two stars for that for that whole thing the next thing I watched well rewatched, was Along Came Polly my housemate girlfriend put on put it on Netflix and I thought it was gonna be I thought in my head I thought it was there's something about Mary the one with Cameron Diaz and Adam Sandler or sorry Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller I was like oh unreal I love this film uh, which is gas. The film itself is gas. Uh, and then I realized very swiftly, no, it's the one with Ben Stiller and Jennifer Aniston. And it was, excuse my language, shite. It's shite, guys. Along came Polly. Not good film. Not a good watch. Just the things that are supposed to be humorous just aren't. And I like when I, I'm sorry, color me traditional. When I watch a comedy, I want to laugh, man. The main thing I mainly show how is like some things that they, they, they assume will be humorous that just aren't. Like there's a whole sequence, one, where he's dancing he's like doing this slow-mo dance of like this i want to say salsa it's salsa dance sorry that he's doing that he had taken all these lessons for and we're just supposed to be laughing at him doing this dance but she's actually doing quite well and like i don't get why it's funny do you know what i mean like he's not he himself isn't a funny enough physical com- comedian benster to make that funny and he wasn't funny he was actually just quite good another scene he's eating they they go out for i think they go for indian food or something and then they every time they eat a cuisine that's not that's not familiar to them they call it ethnic food. And then basically everything is ethnic food. And then he says at one point, he's like, oh, the ethnic food doesn't agree with me or something. And then, yeah, obviously he poos himself in the bathroom. But what, oh, and then we're supposed to be like, oh yeah, of course, ethnic food. <laughs> that always, that is such a thing that upsets people. So like, what, what does that mean? Every food is ethnic food if it's not your food. Is that, I mean, do you know what I mean? Bloody spaghetti bolognese is ethnic if you're not from the little town of spaghetti. <laughs> no, if you're not from Italy, but you know what I mean? So those kind of things, it just ruined the suspension of disbelief for me, which, you know, when that goes, there's just no coming back, is there? So, no, that's another two stars, guys, literally two. And no, this last one, though, we started watching again. My housemate's girlfriend hasn't watched 
uh, any of it, but I'd seen it all many years ago, is Lost. Oh, what a cultural touchstone for our generation. Remember how big Lost was? It was the biggest, it was the biggest show in the world. And that, I think also because there was less competition back then, like whatever, in like 2006. I mean, obviously there was loads of TV, but not to the extent that we have now, or even to the extent that it was like, like three years later, it would just explode. But then it was like, this is the thing to be watching. And it's just such good entertainment. It's crazy. Like the concept... Is, is is fairly standard. I mean, people get trapped on a desert island. I mean, that's been in literature or whatever for, 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 for hundreds of years now. But it's the way that they go about it. Like, first, there's, they got trapped. They're stranded, stranded on a desert island. Fair enough. That's one story, kind of one element of entertainment. But the other is the flashbacks to these characters and revealing so much about them. And, like, the amount of shocks that you get from that is amazing. The life's before the island. And then there's the whole mystery of the island element. So it's not just a normal island. There's weird stuff going on. No spoilers. But it's it's not a normal. It's not your average island. Like, take your average island. That ain't it, baby. So it it's class. I'm absolutely loving it. I think we watched four episodes or something. So now I'm just I'm playing it fast and loose with the ratings here. I'm just chatting and saying numbers. But, you know, Lost, for me, it's going to be five stars. I've already watched it all. But I think it's going to be five stars. I stopped, I think, in the fifth season. The six altogether, if I'm correct. Uh, first three were absolutely sublime. Fourth was still really good. And then, I don't know, sometimes you just fall off things. Even though you love them, you just fall them off. <laughs> even though some things, some things, little Tommy, even though you love them, you just fall off. But that's all I watched this week. Hopefully there'll be something much more up to date so I can chat about next week. But I hope you enjoyed that review segment. Now let's pop on to the next one. What's new, Pussycat? New releases, that is. Okie dokie. So, what released on streaming this week? Now, I realized just a little bit earlier that this is only specific to Ireland, but, you know, thankfully the vast, vast majority of my listenership um, after one episode is Irish, followed by a healthy contingent in the UK. How are you, UK listeners? But I did get a message, and we'll zip back to letters for two seconds, from... Someone based in Toronto, Amelie Matushka, got in touch. Amelie, thank you so much for messaging in herself and her boyfriend, Felix, live in Toronto. She said, if you want to mention that you have listeners as far as Toronto, I give you permission. Permission accepted and utilized. Thank you, Amelie. What is it they say about Toronto? Three Six Mafia? Isn't that what they say? Three Six Mafia? Is that what they say? What's the thing Drake says? Three Six Mafia? Or am I totally wrong there? One second. Turn the O2 into the O3. Is that what I'm thinking of? Is he called it the O3? Uh, I've just been Googling Drake O3, Drake Toronto slang. What is it that he called? Okay, yeah, it's definitely not 3-6 Mafia anyway. Anyway, uh, if you do know what it is that Drake refers to Toronto as, or something in the 6, am I in the 6? I'm not, I'm not even sure anymore. Uh, to Do get in touch. I also saw there's, there's a few randomers from around the globe, I can tell by my analytics. Someone, someone listening in Denmark and someone in Switzerland. What's going on there? Reveal yourself! <laughs> Reveal yourself. I'm Spartacus. But thank you very much for listening. But just a couple of re- new releases this week. So let's start with... Uh, I touched on it last week. So so Disney Star Star is the new element to Disney Plus that was released. So that there is so much on there that I'm actually not going to go through the pick of them all because there's so many. Uh, but one that I do want to say is that one, I actually think Lost is on it, even though we watched it on Prime. But other amazingly entertaining TV, also throwback, especially to while away these boring lockdown hours is Prison Break, first season of Prison Break. Just great, great television. So entertaining. Again, that's what we have now. Sometimes it's just, sometimes it's just too much work. And then these things like Lost and Prison Break, you're just literally enthralled the whole way through. So uh, Disney Plus, check out Prison Break and Lost. You got, I think you can do it on both. There you go. Watch one episode on Disney Plus, watch one episode on Prime. You can be that crazy. You can, you're, you're the master of your own destiny. A couple of things that came out on Prime, The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith and his son, Jaden. If you want to weep, watch that. Great film as well. Just, I don't know, kind of uplifting, 
doesn't doesn't need any gimmicks. Just a great film about a man and his son and um, and incredible talent. Also on Prime though, The Last Samurai. I used to love that film when I was a kid. I actually did my history leaving search project on it on The Last Samurai. Turns out the real story isn't as interesting. Well, it's actually probably that's, that's so insulting to history. It's actually way more interesting. But it just was a lot more boring reading history books than it was actually watching that film. Do I remember any of the facts? Absolutely not. So there you go. And the very last one. Now, I haven't actually seen this, so I know you shouldn't recommend things you haven't seen, but again, it seems to be the best. I mean, I haven't seen the 90% of the stuff they release because it's mostly absolute drivel. But Us by Jordan Peele, supposed to be excellent, excellent horror film. So check that out, guys. Now it's time for a wrap. No, seriously. No, I'm serious. It's wrap time. And guys, we're in the final segment. In this final segment, we do a wrap. No joke. We're doing a wrap, baby. Like we did one last week and we're doing one now. Last time I mentioned that I can't use copyrighted music. So I had found in advance a track to use. Now I don't have one. So I'm going to find one right now. Then I'm going to write a wrap to this first 60 seconds of that track. And then I'm going to record it. But in with the, through the magic of technology, it will seem like no time at all has passed. So I'll see you in less than a second. I am back. And yes, I did find a song. This is called Back Turn by Shaolin Dub, uh, who is also the the artist of the intro, sh- intro song. Thank you, Shaolin Dub, whoever that person is. And here we go. I hope you guys enjoy. Another rap after talk about movies Another week it's the same Unlikely to garner any groupies But I'm in it for the money, not the fame They all talk about the tricky second album What if potting is your game? I guarantee the very same outcome 25 minutes of a loser being lame Can't say I'ma be the next Robbie But then again, who is? Singing rock DJ like it's a hobby While I peel off my skin No shame in that, but shame on you If you think I'll curse your befuddles Last one to see that was a man lame Nano got some mustard in his teeth for his troubles Call me Pixar title cause I'm simple With me there's no fuss no poppin' bottles like the pimples, just leave me alone like lost. No golden globes, you're the winner. If you listen to this, you're a star. We're back next week with more news and beats. 3-6 Mafia. I am not going to tell you how many times I had to do that, and it's still so bad, but that's going to have to do. Guys, thank you very much. This has been another episode of Movies and a Rap. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you'd like to get in touch, please do. You can email moviesandarap at gmail.com or get in touch with the Instagram. That's at moviesandarap on Instagram. And also, if you could leave a review wherever it is you're listening to uh, and share it as well. If you could share it, that'd be absolutely amazing if you enjoyed. We'll be back next week with more news, reviews and another very questionable rap. I'm going to make the next one a lot slower, uh, but I hope you guys enjoyed. And what is this podcast when you think about it? Like literally, what am I doing? Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you very much. And I'll see you next week.